self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am somebody that better be allowed to swim if I have a motherfucking key card. Damn. Also known as Calamity Red. Damn. Well, look, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listen later portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send us uh, send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, and send it to us that way. But of course, first, we got to do some lovely poetry. I don't know who went first last. That means you get to go first. Yay. I don't know why that means that, but okay. <laughs> um, uh, what you so, got? Some uh, sad shit, some happy I shit? I don't, because everybody act like that's all the fuck I've been reading, which is not. So, so whatever. We'll, we'll flip flop today. So you got some sad shit? It ain't really sad, but it's just like, it's some real shit. Mine's not happy, but it's not sad. It's just about poetry in okay. general. Uh, it's called More Than Words. Okay. Uh, poetry is more than the words that composes them. You say, you see, you may hear the poem, but I can feel the rhythm as it floats on these waves of sound and lands into your ear, sits on your mind, immortalizing your heart, and then it becomes so clear that poetry is more than words. You see, it's colors too. It's the red of that anger you feel. It's that deep contemplative blue of those times when the world just can't seem to dance to your melody. It's the yellow of your fear, the black of solidity. Poetry is more than words. It's the freedom to be who you are. It's the wings of individuality that allow a person to soar. It's in the natural, effortless beauty of the sun's first bright and beautiful rays. It's the hope that emanates from them and the promise of a brand new day. Poetry is more than words. It's an emotional ta tapestry. It's the adrenaline rush of a brand new love. It's the agony of defeat. It's as complex as love is painfully pleasurable, as simple as anger can be. It's a, glow in, it's a glow in the face of happiness for all the world to see. Poetry is more than words. It's the music we create. It's the beating drums of racing hearts, the hum of blood flowing through our veins. It's in the silence of understanding and the ring of inspiration. It's the universal melody to which we dance despite its variation. Poetry is more than words. It's an outlet for oceans of thought. It's a glue that binds us together so that who we are will not become lost. It's a reflection of our inner selves, of what we're afraid to show the world. It's those things that we're so afraid to say for fear that we will not be heard. Poetry is more than words because mere words would just not suffice. Poetry is the building blocks. You see, poetry is life. Okay. About poetry, generally. I don't got no poems like that. Yeah. So for all you naysayers that think I just write angry shit all the time, fuck you first of all. And there you go. <sighs> you defeated the whole purpose I know. of I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn. All <laughs> <laughs> I wrote I've read a bunch of sappy shit and like I don't know. It's like that was the only thing. You gotta you gotta to. blend it up. I have. <laughs> I thought. You read like two angry ones in a row. And what? then you already the kind of person who be like, see, got you, fuck you. I just read some <laughs> nice shit, see? I just read some <laughs> nice shit, exactly. There like, you go. You, you got to make sure they remember this. Yes. Oh, I definitely remember because you said fuck you after that. I remember you read 
Well, whatever I got to do to make it memorable. Mine is called Addicted to the Pain. If you ever been in a twine, <laughs> you ever been in a twine in some kind of toxic relationship? My God, then you might notice. We really did switch situation. Switch this week. It hurts when you come near me, and I know in some ways you fear me, but I also know you love the pain. Your longing for this bliss that comes with this painful intenseness is something you contain and yet also desire. I know you don't really want the pain, but you take it when it comes with an intense, passionate fire. I know because I do the same. Trying to deny the burn from this immaculate flame goes in vain because we seek each other knowing what the results will be. Approaching each other with somewhat of a shy subtlety, which quickly turns into a dangerous exchange. The one that involves setting moods that preludes the pain. But here it comes chasing behind until it catches up with us plaguing our minds to the moment that we find the hurt has overcome us and the bliss escape, leaving us alone with the most burdenous weights in the most unstable of states only intensified by this predetermined loathing and hate. Then we part ways at our own pace, slowly becoming, slowly beginning to erase the memories that claim us, vowing that our past is something that won't stain us, but we were tarnished every step of the way. And deep down, we always know the ending to our beautiful infliction. So we rehabilitate from these painful addictions until we meet again. To me, you didn't. That ain't sad. It ain't <laughs> it sad. Is. It ain't but sad. melancholy as fuck. It's just intense. Okay. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. Um. It's a mixed combination. Okay. Combo pack. It's bliss and terror at the same time. <laughs> Bliss and terror. Yeah. Even that description is scary. Um, so the first question we have is what is a non academic lesson you learn while in school? Non academic yeah. lesson. The first thing I learned generally is so for fraternities ain't ain't for me. Okay. <laughs> now I don't quite know because I don't know what's involved in it, but on our campus, which was AUM, yes, you were there. I was. We only had like mostly Sigmas and Zetas. Yes, that's it. It's like one no other choices. It was a couple of dudes that was alphas, maybe, and it was like they one. They had dude. to play it somewhere else. They had to play. They could cross pledge at ASU. They have a line now. I yeah, think. they, they I could cross pledge at ASU. Yeah. It was like one dude walking around with them gold boots on. You know what I'm saying? So like, but the dudes at on campus were so cold and isolated if you want a part of their group <laughs> until they needed to recruit when it was time to recruit oh hey you want to come to ihop we just had we just buying everybody breakfast like ain't nothing attached to that and i was like nah he was like so you don't want a free meal i was like i don't want to waste your money <laughs> You know, he was like, how you know it's going to be wasting your money? I was oh like, because God. I will not be participating in whatever you're selling. <laughs> he was like, all right, if that's your way, they mean mug me the whole time until <laughs> till me and Sheila hooked up. Till, not not hooked up, like, but, but when we started hanging out and Sheila oh, came yeah. with Zeta and then she was, you know. Oh, yeah. Then, what's up? What's up? What's up? And I'm like, fuck y'all in my head. <laughs> but what I say out outwardly is what's up man what's going on cool oh yeah daps God. that's the first thing okay you can go for it um i learned a lot about what i don't need to deal with in relationships uh, i always talk about this but i'm gonna put a name to it because fuck it i'm in a mood today so whatever 
So I dated this guy named Slim. Mm-hmm. You know Slim. I do. Anybody listening to this that was at AUM knows who Slim is. That was the worst shit ever. For a lot of reasons. Mostly because I think I knew the whole time that that shit wasn't going to work. And everybody around me knew <laughs> that that shit wasn't going to work. But I was so determined that, that it was going to work. And it just was never meant to. Um, for, for a number of reasons. Um, but I learned a lot about myself from that. Uh, and, and I, I'm going to say this because when you said this, (laughs) it made so much sense to me. Um, so from that relationship, I went from like, Oh, it's, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. To what you described as me having, instead of like an angel and a devil, I have like a little devil and a big devil. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that is accurate. Uh, so (laughs) I think a lot of that, so I went too far the other way. Probably I need to find my angel. Probably. I don't know where that bitch is. I think the little little devil got rid of her ass a long time ago and the, li- <laughs> the little devil that sounds bad the little devil is apathetic the little devil is just like ah, whatever like girl whatever and then the big devil is like bitch fuck him <laughs> fuck that nigga so you ain't got no protection you ain't got no balance no on the scale i have apathy and i have fuck that nigga and there's really no in between but i was too far on the other side where i had two big ass angels it's a, I know any you know people who know me that are listening to this are probably like win, <laughs> but I did. I used to have two giant angels that were like, well, no, well maybe. Not when you were doing that dude wrong in high school. What dude? The nice dude. That was a <laughs> symptom of another bad relationship. Doesn't make it okay. But I had the angel. I just. Put some duct tape over that bitch mouth. Told her to hush. Mm. This is good. We're safe. Fuck you and be quiet. Just let us. Let me enjoy this. Yeah, she was back there chirping like we shouldn't do this. He's really nice. Don't use him. But I just put some duct tape over her mouth. That mm. might be why her ass got the going. Cause she <laughs> she, she might have packed her bag then. Like, I'm gonna give it. you one more chance. <laughs> if you mess up again, I'm gonna let these devil holes take over. <laughs> and the devil holes have been there ever since. Oh, um, so yeah, I but you know what? I I learned a lot about myself um in that relationship. I learned a lot of just a lot about myself. So, and I think that a lot of times like, you know, people who end up with their high school sweetheart or college sweetheart, I mean, that's cute, but I feel like most people don't. But I think you you get a lot of really good lessons out of those relationships. And that was my hardest lesson bar none <laughs> i did not have a relationship in at aum at all i actually didn't get into a relationship like i spent my whole from 2004 to 2008 single i should have did this i had some interactions in situationships <laughs> but i won't even call it situationships but i did talk to a girl who she did me wrong I was real, real gullible. I would say, yeah. Well, but we were. Well, you're not gullible now, but you. Yeah, I was. I was then. You were then, but in comparison to me having like a little devil and a big devil, I feel like you have a little angel. Let me tell you what happened with this girl. (laughs) I was working at Red Lobster, Mm -hmm. and her and this dude named Eddie 
were dating and they both came and got a job at Red Lobster. Okay. They broke up like within the first few days. Okay. And then she started talking to me. Now, I don't know if that was, I don't know. Was that to make Eddie jealous? I can't tell because I'm awesome. So <laughs> it's really, really hard. I would say it's to make him jealous because she didn't know my awesomeness yeah. immediately. So she was going to have to learn that. So maybe she just chose somebody who worked the most hours, who she knew was like most likely was going to be there to talk to. <laughs> and so the dude, he could not handle that. And I remember one interaction we had because I bought her to work, mm-hmm. but I went to go pick her up from her campus at ASU. He didn't know that. About her, he didn't know that. He just know we got out of the car and walked in together. <laughs> he said, hey, bro, did she spend the night with you? <laughs> I said, listen, you are having this conversation with the wrong person. And that's all I said the whole time. I said, you need to be talking to her if you want to know anything that's going on in her life. And me and him, his interaction was just not good from now. But I was the bartender. Like, you got to interact with me. You got to put drinks in. You got to come and get changed from me. I got to cash you out at the end of the night. Like, it's only so much of a dick you can be to me. That won't impact your night. Damn. Now, I'm not the kind of person that would let my reputation for other people, like tables and other people, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hold his drinks because I got an issue with him. I would not get him changed <laughs> if somebody went. But he don't know that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he had to be a level of, of cordial. <laughs> but I learned a lot about relationships then. You know, I was, like, the confidant for a lot of the basketball players, girlfriends back then. Because all of them were hoes. Like they were <laughs> Listen, anybody listening, let me just say this. I'm not gonna say every college athlete is a hoe. I'm not gonna generalize that way. What I will say <laughs> just be careful. <laughs> but think about it like this. A young high school basketball player comes from a town that is so limited in scope to the type of women that they come across. Yes. And they go to a place that they're worshipped damn near. Don't yep. even matter what campus it is. Don't yep. matter how oh, good yeah. the basketball team is. Yep. They they the basketball team are the campus celebrities. Yep. And so now you introduce those same boys that had this little scope of women to all of these women, some of them who are groupie-ish. Mm-hmm. And you trying to be in a relationship with one of them? Joe was the worst. I feel like Joe was the worst. Joe wasn't the Ronnie. Worst. Yeah, I have a funny story about Ronnie, but I'm not gonna share. <laughs> Ronnie was uh, was a situation. Yeah, I feel like Joe had to be a close second. Joe was fucking terrible. He definitely had to be because he was like, he was like the best. He was player yeah. on the team. Like he had moment. his own little like. Did you ever go to any of the games? No. It was, <laughs> the announcer, whenever they wouldn't, you know, everybody else, they'd just be like, you know, Ronnie, I think his last name was Hickman. I'm going to let me not put him out there. Ronnie, such and such, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then whenever it got to Joe, <laughs> Joseph Manuel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was so ridiculous. Every time he did something, that is how they announced his name. So he was like, out of that team, he was. The more popular of the, and he was, it was terrible. You know, Dave Chappelle told a joke on uh, one of his stand-ups. He said, uh, "Pepsi and Coke taste the same to me, <laughs> but whichever one I had last is the one that's better." I might have said that last week on the podcast. Oh uh, yeah, but in that regard, 
the people in at AUM that had the most meaning and relevance to my experience, I don't really know what they did. Like Joe, he helped me get some uh, underground goods. Yeah. He was good for that. You know, so <laughs> I don't really know what he was doing. He wasn't the worst to me. Really? <laughs> I don't know, but 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 I talked to Ryan like his I was talking to his like his girl was just one of the girls I was talking to. Was it was it Angie? Mm-hmm. Angie had her own stuff. Going of course. On. Of course. <laughs> Angie, but, Angie was out here too. I don't know if that was in response to Ronnie or if that was just how she already was. Angie had her own stuff going on. Uh, but, you know, still. <laughs> I just don't know how I came to be the dude everybody talked to. Because maybe because, I don't know, like, because you were cool with at least one of them. It was like, Rob Not, girl started Rob, first, yeah. and then I think she told <laughs> Angela to As, talk to me, and then the point. <laughs> and then I think uh, I forgot the girl name. She had a twin sister. It was Lamo's girlfriend. I don't remember. Her oh, Alicia. Yes. Uh huh. Then her. Lamo wasn't no basketball player though. He won. He won. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just correlating this with oh, how, okay. all the girl, how I came to interact with these ladies somehow but they the reason i want to go into counseling too so <laughs> it works out well i guess i have to measure how much how valuable my current life is to say if it worked out so to speak <laughs> but you know it got me where i chose to be at whether that choice was valuable or not <laughs> what else i learned i learned uh so i learned you don't stay with friends who you stay with you ain't got to say that name. Yeah, we done said so many names. We she... name dropping. Don't nobody. Well, anybody that listened that went that was at AUM Dang, at the time that we was who there. Be listening? Don't nobody. I ain't lying. I ain't saying no lies. I ain't either. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, I don't know if she listened or not. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Stay with her. Well, even if she is, she know who she is now. Even if you didn't say her name. I had other little friends. <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, we use every dish that she owned before cleaning. Drove me crazy. Drove me insane. And that's not to say that every single time I use something, I would like go wash it. But I'm talking about like when she absolutely had to wash dishes is when she did. And you know, we we were in the north. Them. The fucking sinking shit is little. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can't even. When did do you shit. live in the north? I thought you lived in the west. Mm-mm. I never did lived you ever in live the west. Uh, like one summer. Oh. But like during the regular year, I was in the north. Oh. So was she. But yeah, like, I think we was it one semester. After that, I was like, no. Then I'm not going to put a business out there. Just I learned not to live with friends because <laughs> we did stay in the West, and you know West is just one big ass room, so like you don't really have privacy. I learned that you just you know your friendships are friendships, and then roommate shit is roommate shit, <laughs> and you never really know somebody. Like people say that when it comes to like marriage and like dating, you never really know somebody until you live with them. I feel like you never really know anybody in general. Until you fucking live with them. And then you can see a whole other side of that person. Sometimes not a good side. 
So that was very short lived. She wasn't the only one. Um, I had another friend that I lived with that I won't ever live with again either. I learned she was hoeing though. That was niggas in and out, which no. I don't really care that much. But like, some of these was some rough looking niggas. Like. I don't I don't know, like, and it's random people all the time, so I, that was weird. I learned that. What was I finna say? Oh, uh, trying to have sex or masturbate with a roommate, tightrope walking. You lived in the north. I mean, in the west. Yes, that's why. Again, no wall, no big ass <laughs> room. It's yeah. just a closet right here. Yeah, and you can't use headphones. He- you know, if you should like. You don't have to listen to porn. You know what I'm saying? You can pretty much ad lib. You know what's happening when stuff is going. You know, it's just moans and groans. That's that's the biggest mistake for getting caught. Wearing the headphones. You can't hear ruffling over on the other side like they getting up out the bed. Then you're going to get caught with your hand on your meat. Now, I, I never I just... got caught. I never got caught. But there was some close moments, some close calls. I learned that. You don't need to know what porn sounds like. Just watch the images. Like a silent film. (laughs) That is not a good (laughs) example. I don't think silent films at the time that they were out were doing anything. If porn don't do what it do for you without the noises, then you got most stuff wrong with you. I don't know that I learned any other lessons when I was um again back to you know staying with friends I am not somebody who needs to see anybody every day whether we're dating or not whether we're dating we're friends whatever because sometimes I get in moods well I don't fucking be bothered and it's really really hard to do that when you're rooming with a friend because you always there and so they always just like, what you doing in here? Like, minding my fucking business. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> um, I realized, and you know, I grew up in a house with three boys. And I didn't realize how much alone time I got to spend because I had my own room and it was separate. I was separate from them. So it never really registered to me, like, how much by myself time I actually needed to to be happy. <laughs> until i got to college and then you you know you living on top of people and it's you know i learned that about myself that i just it don't matter who you are i don't want to see nobody every day so what the fuck i'm gonna do when i get married because i you know pretty much gonna see that nigga every day but we'll we'll cross that bridge and we'll get there but um yeah uh the other question that we had Name a talented talented celeb or artist that people hate on for no reason. Well, the first person that comes to mind that get hated on often is Bow Wow. But damn, I can't say it's for no reason. No, he's problematic. He just lame. He is. But he he's lame and he's so determined to prove that he's not. <laughs> Which just makes him even more lame. I my the first thing that came to my mind was Sierra. Like let Sierra live her fucking life. Oh, after the uh after future. Yeah. Like, look, everybody wanted mad cause she constantly posting pictures of her little happy family now. I 
after being with Future and that whole fucking debacle, let that girl be happy in her marriage. People give Sierra shit all the time, and it's unnecessary. Like, let her be happy. Shit, y'all get y'all a little happy ending that way. That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> y'all get y'all fairy tale ending? Is that better than happy ending? Happy ending is all right. I feel like because everybody likes to make me uncomfortable, niggas in the comments is going to be saying shit about happy endings. Anyhow, you get your person that's going to treat you well. You going to be taking pictures and shit too. Like, let that girl live her live. Like, and y'all ain't going to act like Sierra can't dance her ass off. Like, she's just some talented. Like, is she the best singer? Nope. <laughs> she is not. But she can dance and she living her best life right now. With her husband, her son, and She used baby. to be Sierra. That's who she is now. Mm. Who is she now? She Russell Wilson wife. <laughs> she is not. She That's shouldn't have married somebody with all that money. That's she shouldn't have married that man with all that money. That's how it's going to look. That's better than New people that meet them and don't know who they are going to be like, Oh, you you have, you got, you got do a little music? <laughs> you do a little, your wife does some music? <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's what's gonna happen. Up. That's terrible. That's oh what happened. God. That's awful. Oh, but Sierra was the first person. That, I don't know if I know anybody else that get hated on that don't deserve it. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at a list right now. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson get hated on a good bit. I don't think she's talented though. She's just right place, right time, or something. Yeah, that's it. But I don't think maybe she's her talented. personality is amazing. I guess it's possible. And she just play like the blandest person she can play in every <laughs> role that she ever had. I guess not. I mean, clearly Black Widow is supposed to be kind of emotionless. But everything else I didn't see her in, like that's just how she is. <laughs> she looked like she might have had a stroke before. That is fucking terrible. There's <laughs> something wrong with her eyes or something. That's awful. Let's see. I'm finna read this list, matter of fact. Okay. Everybody on this list deserves to be on it for real. Okay. Johnny Depp. Yes, he deserves to be on it. Scott Bayo. Oh, yeah. Hey, did he say a bunch of racist? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, fuck him. Fuck Scott He should Bayo. be under the list. Fuck him. Paula Dean. What? I mean, <laughs> she can cook, right? I don't know. I ain't never. I don't know. You know, never. Paula Dean got a. Uh, she called one of her friends. No, like she said nigga. She said she was calling the wait the wait staff <laughs> niggas. And then she had a friend and and in trying to like recover, she said, I got a friend, my best friend is black as not. Come on out here. Like like what? the color is the issue. Like the coloring issue, the sentiment that lies with Come on out here and dance a jig for these good people. Nigger. That is the problem. Come dance a jig. Go on like you did last <laughs> night. <laughs> the fuck? She just old and stupid. Oh, she God. all she knows is recipes and <laughs> ingredients and measurements. She's stupid. She's not smart. No, she's not. You don't got to be smart to be a business uh, to have a successful business. You just do not. You just got to know how to do what you do. And you know what? My grandmama, if she decided to open a business, <laughs> she could open a whole business cooking without without measurements <laughs> at all. Like. You know, I ain't saying my grandmama ain't smart, but she's smart at what she's smart at. That's yeah. where she excels. And that is being in the kitchen. Well, it used to be. I think her knee's acting up now. Charlie Sheen. What? 
Charlie Sheen done gave people STDs and snorted he, cocaine. Including the one you can't get rid of. <laughs> oh, Adam Sandler is a good one. Okay, yes. He get a lot of hate. Why? From me too. Why? I just don't like him. I mean, he ain't. I think because I don't. Because I think he's never out of character. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, I think that's because why people he's don't like, like a, him. He's like a jock. Like he's a. He's the athlete. He's the somewhat bully. Like that's kind of the roles he play. Yeah. Except for Waterboy. You know, Gator he played the bully. It's too old. But like, I just don't like that. Yeah. And it seemed like he like a, I don't know what they call a prop actor or whatever. Like he got yeah. to do silly stuff. He just too to get silly. Laugh. To like yeah. he don't. But he's still talented. I'm not gonna take that. From like him. he don't make me laugh from what he says or jokes he tells. Oh, yeah. He got to use silly voices or get hit by stuff or, you know, some inappropriate stuff yeah. a lot of the time. I just that's not my thing. Yeah. Catherine Hegel. Oh, they say she's Heigl. just horrible. Heigl, that's her name? Yeah. Catherine Heigl, they say she's just horrible to work with anyway. Yeah. She, and she, why everybody be adopting these black kids? But anyway, that's another conversation. Go on. <laughs> Mel Gibson. Uh, he's supposed to be hating on. He's anti-Semitic as fuck. <laughs> well, he, I bet he having a blast in Trump, Trump little world. Oh, right yeah, now. I'm sure. I'm surprised they haven't taken a meeting, to be honest. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know that she, she's weird like that. Uh, what did she call her divorce? Some something uncoupling, <laughs> mutual uncoupling, or some bullshit. <laughs> no, I think she gets hated on because they was like really hanging out with Jay Z and Beyonce, and I think she was like singing a song or something and said nigga, and everybody got upset. Apparently. People don't like her because she changed switched to a lifestyle guru. At least that's one of the reasons. She was selling a whole bunch of items that was not relatable to the average person. $950 toilet paper. $125,000 18-karat gold dumbbells. What the toilet made out of? I don't know. <laughs> that need, if I pay that much, if I pay $1,000 for toilet paper, it. What? I need a self- I need a self-replenishing roll. Like after after you pull the last sheet off, I need that bitch to just reappear <laughs> for like a whole year. Why would you pay that much for something you just gonna literally put shit on? You gonna literally shit on it? Why would you pay that much for that? It's stupid. A gold dumbbell, like bitch. Okay, she deserves a and what? A how much? A hundred twenty-five thousand dollar eighteen karat gold. Out of here. And a two hundred forty-four dollar toothpaste squeezer. Okay, I got two toothpaste it. squeezers on the end of my arms. <laughs> Fuck, I need <laughs> something that costs two hundred forty-four dollars before. She deserved that shit. Bill Cosby deserve it. Yeah, Raven Simone deserve it. Yes, Stephen Collins definitely deserve it. Steven. That's the daddy from Seventh Heaven. No, that ain't. Is that him? Yeah. Oh yeah, his old pedophile ass. Yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe deserve it. He spit on uh, Azalea Banks. So if, she say. That, that bitch has, is crazy. No, because uh, who she was with? It wasn't Talib Kweli. It was RZA. Uh, well, RZA. He verified the story. It happened. Is RZA a good... Go on. <laughs> the fact that he didn't say nothing at first, then he came out and said it, I think, to me, validates it. To me, personally. Okay. Matt Lauer. Deserve it. Yeah. Madonna. Yeah, Madonna deserves Madonna deserves Madonna just... I'm tired of her. Tyler Perry? Are you kidding me? What? You don't think he deserves to be on that list? Why does he? Why is he on the list? Tyler Perry? Yes. First of all, 
Tyler Perry. I, I just don't think Tyler Perry is talented. I think Tyler Perry took that one Madea character <laughs> and church folks because he put these these religious undertones and songs and 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 messages within it ate that shit up and he just fucking ran with it like and all of his all of his hero characters are light-skinned black men and all of the the bad guys are dark-skinned mm, black they men had that, uh, they had that light-skinned dude drop them kids out the ceiling on uh, that wasn't his girls. that wasn't his shit though you sure for he color girls part of that. he was a part of it but he didn't write for color girls Oh, Idris Elba, Daddy's Little Girls. Okay. Who was the bad? Who was the hub? Another dark skinned dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was Darky versus Darky in that one. Tyler Perry just is a one trick pony, I feel. Even his like TBS shows where it's like Medea Light. It's too. I, I just don't think he's talented. Fight me in the comments, but I. I you just, don't even think that he, he writes well for the people who act. Who can act out his stuff? No, I feel like you and I can act out his stuff. <laughs> we definitely not no fucking actors. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just uh, I ain't saying I like Tyler. He's a one trick pony to me. I don't. I just haven't seen any range. The most range I saw him attempt was when he tried to play Alex Cross, and I was pissed about that because I love the character of Alex Cross because I'm a huge James Patterson fan, and I just. Can't he's so fucking goofy as Madea? I can't even take him serious in no serious role. Even within his own movies, when he's both Madea and himself. I tell you this thing about Tyler Perry: his teeth are definitely fake. <laughs> they so long. Why would you get fake teeth and let them be that long? Are they supposed to? Do they like make them for your mouth? They're supposed to. His teeth are huge. They're supposed to. Which means Madea teeth are huge. Yes, because that's him. That's him. Stacy Dash deserves oh, it. <laughs> Justin Bieber deserves it. What did Justin Bieber do? Justin Bieber. So there was all these videos, and I mean, this is debatable. I guess you you probably gonna have a different opinion of this. All these videos came out of him like singing these racist ass songs, talking about killing niggas. But he was younger, so I guess you could say that was just bad parenting i don't know but then he came out trying to hanging out with all of these black folks and shit i feel like that usher, that's usher fault then <laughs> uh, he didn't do his 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 background check i guess i don't know if if i met somebody on the street who had done some questionable things but i knew that they could make me potentially billions of dollars what would i do <laughs> welcome to the team oh my god <laughs> hey let's get rich together racist plus people i I think he's just a little punk like it was so it's so crazy he went from like everybody loving him to everybody being like "Eh." (laughs) he can still sing he can still sing we'll never take that from him but yeah his he rose up and then came crashing down kanye west yes deserves it woody allen deserves it hayden christensen people like Hayden Christensen I don't know it says the play the actor played young Darth Vader in the prequels much of the fandom hates the movies and a big reason is the actor's performance he He came across as stoic and petulant did you see um I am number four oh that is him that's Hayden Christensen I like him I I like that movie I like well. Have I seen him in it? Um, the only other thing I saw him in was Magic Mike, and then there wasn't no acting necessary in that movie. So 
I based on I am number four, I like Hayden Chris. Oh, he was in Jumper. I like Jumper. I don't remember seeing Jumper. Jumper where he I you, didn't see Jumper. Oh, it's good. I was confusing it with Looper in my head. Yes. Brendan Fraser. Why don't people like Brendan Fraser? What Brendan Fraser been blackball. Why? What did he do? Um something happened. I knew I stopped seeing it. It ain't shit. in this, but something happened. Like after say the why mummy, people hate him, he's a terrible actor. After the mummy movies, I just didn't see that. Yeah, he got no black. Mummy. I read a whole article about oh, it was a whole video about him. He got blackballed for something he did. Oh, I, until I know what that is, I don't know. He was all right. He wasn't a great James Toback, Casey Affleck, Harvey Weinstein, Andy Dick, Chris Brown, the Kardashians. That's it. Who the fuck put what talent? What talent do the Kardashians have? The fuck out of here. Besides getting at, you know what? Not I'm not. Gonna. At a certain point, they need credit for keeping cameras on them. It ain't like they just paying Hollywood to keep cameras on us. They're doing something that's making people want to look but at them. What the fuck is it? I don't know what it is. You gonna have to ask somebody who who look at them. I feel like I can't people, answer that. I feel like people hate watching them at this point. Like I feel like a lot of it is hate watching because people don't like them and so they. Just hate watching. I just started it. watching Westworld. You watch that? Mm-mm. It's getting interesting. It took to the third episode to start getting interesting. Is Westworld the one where like it's like a fake? It's like a fake Western world. And yeah. if you and me wanted to go on vacation, we could go in the Westworld and just do what we want. We yeah. can shoot people in the head. I, I started watching it, but I it's like get a into uh, it. it's like a real life choose your own adventure. Yeah, book. Except you could, I mean, you could do what you want to do. And uh, but I think the people, I, I think what's about to start happening is they about to start realizing that they having some kind of a they evolving. I think the AI that they use for it, I think, is starting to feel like they human or something. I don't know. That's what I think might be finna happen. But if you start watching Westworld, get to episode three, gets a little bit more intriguing. All right. Okay. Well. If you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, and send it to us that way. Uh, white folks been whiting. <laughs> Damn. Can't put it no better than that. No. We've had so many incidents of them calling the police. <laughs> Stupid ass reason. But the thing is, that is this shit's been happening and for I a know. long ass time. It ain't new. It's new to white people now. That's the thing. They've given them all names. So we have Pool Patrol Paul. He has been fired. Good. Fuck ass. This man caught first of all, they the only black family at this pool. In a commun a gated community. It's like a community pool. He calls the police because he asked her where she lives. She told him. And then he said, can I see some ID? And she said, no. So then he called the police. And the police is like, don't you need a, call, a, a swipe card? To get? <laughs> and she was like, yes. Yes, you do. And I have one. And he went over and swiped it. He was like, it turned green. There you go. <laughs> like, what, sir? I'm not even show you my ID. First of all, you out here without a shirt on looking like one of the... Who, who are you? Who are you to be questioning me? Listen, he is somebody that want to enjoy his pool with no colors around, okay? <laughs> Don't hate on that man because he just likes seeing other white skin. <laughs> Let that man 
deal with his demons how he deal well, with them. Well, now he gonna have a lot of time on his hand because the guy fired stupid ass. Hey, why that? Why she at work paying for the house that she in the neighborhood <laughs> in? He can go to the pool by himself, <laughs> unemployed. He gonna get a job. He gonna get a job. Quick. He will. Somebody who thinks that he was right is gonna be like, "Oh, how are you over here?" You might here? have to get him a new hairstyle. I mean, that's like average white man. He just he look he like do. he really do. I probably didn't walk past a couple of them today <laughs> that look like him. Then you got the Philly Zoo. A woman reportedly called the cops on some black children who were fundraising. Oh, <laughs> he just swiping his hand. <laughs> what the fuck you doing? No, some bugs. Oh, a woman reportedly called the cops on some black children who were fundraising for football outside of the Philadelphia Zoo. In the in a video, you can see one of the kids was taken to the ground when confronted by security. Mm. Uh, Ubering while black, former Teen Vogue editor-in-chief Elaine, I can't say her last name, had the cops called on her by her Uber driver when he refused to drop her off at the correct location and insisted on letting her walk from a side street. To escalate the matter, the driver claimed she hit him even though the whole thing was recorded, when in reality, she showed her swollen arm that she says he slammed in the door. Let me tell you some Uber people, because the, this is the second time. Somebody this, Before we had the dude who got mad at the lesbians kissing in the back of his car. Listen, if you're going to drive Uber and you have prejudices, don't drive for Uber. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't do a job where you don't even know who your fairy is till you get there and now you want to have an attitude because there's some people that you don't like don't drive uber or lyft or any of these services where you don't know who the fuck it is you're going to pick up what the fuck how you gonna be picky by where you drop somebody off i'm paying you you drop me off where the fuck you supposed to drop me off at ain't you ain't drop me off in no damn side street and i'm gonna walk over here you you crazy you know you ain't doing me a favor, my nigga. Like, I'm paying you to take me to a location. Uh, Newport Nancy. <laughs> a woman being dubbed Newport Nancy called the cops on a black woman for smoking in a parking structure and even threatened to have the woman evicted. The cops showed up and determined there was no problem or harm caused by the smoker because outdoors is one of the last places <laughs> that smokers can smoke. She outside. The fuck? <laughs> um, campaigning while black, a black state lawmaker, Demo uh, Democrat Rep. Janelle Bynum of Oregon had the cops called on her as she did some door-to-door -door canvassing to meet with voters. A resident thought she was acting suspicious in the neighborhood. So she decided to call 911 and the sheriff took a picture with mm -hmm. lady because it's like, ah, uh, she's one of your representatives. You know, for your, the district that you live in. You might want to know. When your neighborhood needs your damn roads paved, <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot at your, your representatives then. That you call the police on. Um. The then there was a family of six that had the cops called on them at Subway, because according to Channel Two Action News, an employee said the family was possibly putting soda in water cups. Oh my God! And going back and forth to the bathroom, the store owner has since apologized and said the employee had been robbed before and thought it would happen again. This is the one where. <laughs> They said that the, the employee had been put on administrative leave. What the fuck is administrative leave from a subway? He's, what does that mean? He's a sandwich artist. <laughs> artist. An artist is a very exquisite position. 
You know? How the fuck you get put on administrative leave from a sandwich place? What does that even mean? I can't believe Subway D degrade meat serving ass have the audacity <laughs> to call anybody about anything related to problems need to be calling the USDA about that nasty looking ass meat they be serving that meat don't look good do you know how many people do that give me, I'm gonna get water and then go get soda like I'm not saying that is right but I don't I don't think people know what the police are for the police are not like they're not soda 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 checkers like but see they used to be <laughs> the job of police used to be to protect the white people from black people it don't matter how that looked you know how many black people got kicked off of a sidewalk huh? after calling the police? <laughs> Red, they got oh kicked. They got put off of a sidewalk. Go to the other side of the street. Like what? <laughs> I know you didn't just use that whites only water fountain. Go over there. <laughs> it's the same concept. They are using the police as a measure measure of protection. But let me tell you something about me working the register at McDonald's. I don't give. I don't get paid enough <laughs> to give a fuck about Subway assets. <laughs> I didn't get, get paid enough to care about Red Lobster assets. If I thought I was getting a good tip, you was getting a free drink. <laughs> I wasn't gonna put that on your ticket. It's things we can control at, at, at we could control at Red Lobster. We could control some chilled appetizers. So if you want a jumbo shrimp cocktail, and I feel like you're gonna tip me, or you've you've been with me before, and I know you tip well. You getting a free jumbo cocktail. If I happen to be the bartender that day while I was behind the bar and had tables, I might not put your drinks on your ticket if I had a good time. I did not value assets that were not mine. I'm not saying like, that ain't right necessarily. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but I think Soda a lot and, of rest, like water. restaurants like that know this part of the game, especially when my money depend on it for like serving. Yeah. But fast food? Bruh, ain't no way. She I don't, care if, they, in that I don't care if they would have stole a Powerade out the damn machine and walked out with it. I wasn't finna say nothing. What I finna do? At Call Red the police, Lobster, apparently. At Red Lobster, if somebody walks out on their ticket, it's against the rules for you to follow. However, the issue is you're gonna be held accountable for it if it happens. The reason is because they blame it on the idea that you haven't kept a good enough eye on your table and you allowed your table to walk out. But that rule exists because if somebody is intent on walking out, you're not supposed to have an interaction with them. But see, that's a hard situation. It's a catch 22. Well, every now and then you have a goon that has been employed by Red Lobster. <laughs> now, he is a goon in his natural habitat. But <laughs> he can be with my money. He can be appropriate. <laughs> and we had one dude that went out there and got into it with a whole group of people and didn't care. <laughs> He said, you not finna fuck with my money today because they're going to take this out of my shit. The thing is, if they intent on leaving without yeah. paying, they're going to leave without paying. <laughs> but he did get their license plate numbers and stuff, and the police did catch them. <laughs> <laughs> the police got them for walking out on the ticket. So, Subway, it's a whole <laughs> bunch of reasons that you... If you work in fast food, there's a whole bunch of reasons you can call somebody. If you finna get robbed, yeah, okay, I get it. If somebody is trying to sabotage their food somehow where to get you know, a lawsuit. you know, to get something going yeah. on. I understand that. 
But if they go to put some soda in a, a water cup, to charge that the Subway game. You don't even got, it ain't even charged to your game. It's Subway credit card swiping on that. You're charging it to Subway's game. The fact that they said she had been robbed before and was a so you was afraid that this family of six, with kids included, was coming in here to rob you, and the reason why they was going to the bathroom was because they was like getting their evil plan together. Like you really thought that this family of six, which included children and an elderly aunt, <laughs> were about to rob you. How does that? That don't even make sense in in a trauma world in a in a world where. You got robbed. I just cannot imagine that I'm going to see a family of people and be like, they're going to rob me. Let me call the police. Are the kids in on it? Are they? I mean, uh, <sighs> so that was just some of the latest. I got a few more for you. Oh. White woman caught on video calling police over black woman smoking in her own apartment garage. <laughs> oh, that was the lady I just said. Really? Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> the one that was smoking outside, I said that's the last place on earth you can actually smoke and it not be a problem is outside in a parking garage. Because that is outside. And police were called on um, some black people talking outside in the Chili's parking lot. I, I, we've been to got arrested. Because every time all of us go out to eat, we end up sitting out in the parking lot talking. So I just can't believe that Chili's. <laughs> Nasty ass fajita tacos having ass has the audacity to call anybody except for the USDA about that bullshit ass rat meat they pass off as steak and they wrap it up in a burrito fajita bread and want to call it some Mexican grill. Disrespectful. You are upset about these restaurants and their meat offerings. <laughs> Listen, it just happened to be a coincidence that they two places I think suck. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe not a coincidence. Maybe low quality meat got low quality employees yeah, might that be make low quality decisions. Might be a correlation there. Uh, but that, I just wanted that. That's it. I just wanted to mention some more of the fuckery. White people whiting. The only thing good about Chili's is nothing. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay. My God. I only been to Chili's as much as I have because my cousins used to work there. Uh, give me free stuff. It ain't so bad when it's free. It ain't. <laughs> no, I mean, last time I went, I just got a milk. <laughs> what? Only you would go to a place. <laughs> I went to the bar and said, milk. let me get a milk and a beer glass. It was delicious. Disrespectful. Why I had to be in a beer glass? Because the they was already chilled. They like kept the beer glasses in the cooler. You pull it out. Your oh. ass, your grown ass sitting at a bar drinking milk. Yes. Out of a beer glass. Mm -hmm. I did. <sighs> okay. Teresa Patricia Akomu speaks out after arrest for climbing the Statue of Liberty to protest oh, yeah. Trump immigration policy. I saw that. This woman climbed the damn Statue of Liberty Yeah, to That's protest. Serious. She could have died. <laughs> and you know what? When they arrested her, they said she put police lives in jeopardy. Why y'all getting up there? <laughs> you know how you know how messed up it would have been if one of them cops fell and died 
She'll be in jail for a murder. Okay, let me tell you something. That's why... I you know I I can do certain jobs with the public, but like that type of shit, I be like, she gotta come down. I ain't finna go up after her. Where's she going? She got to come down. We will be down here waiting. But if you think I'm finna go climbing this shit after her, you crazy as fuck. You gonna fire me right now? Listen, if you wanted to save her life, you should have got to her a few days ago and got her some <laughs> depression medications. Okay, <laughs> this too late. I'm not going up there. If she wanna go right you at this point, she gone. I'm not going up there, Chief. If you want to go climb your ass up there, sure. I'm not going up there after her. It ain't going to be no police lives in jeopardy because I'm not going up there. You can fire me right now. Draw the line at thousands of feet in the air climbing this goddamn statue. No, she got to come down. We just wait. She climbed up Fuck the that. Statue of Liberty. I want to climb up a ladder for this shit. <laughs> a ladder made to climb up. <laughs> She scaled a whole damn. You know how tall? Let me. How old is the Statue of Liberty? Old as fuck. Very old. How old is America? I don't know how tall it is. Seventeen seventy-six. She scaled that old ass thing. Somebody must have recently had. Uh, three hundred and five feet. Three hundred five feet. Was she all the way at the top or something? I don't know. If she was already. I don't think she was at the top. That's just how tall it is. Oh. Three hundred and five feet. I'm not climbing that to protest shit. I can do my protest on the ground. I told you, I ain't climbing a ladder. I'm a big <laughs> dude. I'm three hundred twenty pounds. <laughs> everything ain't made for my weight. <laughs> I'm aware of this at this age. You know, everything ain't made for my weight. You know, the little picnic chairs, not made for my weight. <laughs> I'm taking. I'm taking penitentiary chances. <laughs> I'm taking tailbone broken chances dealing with them chairs. It don't even matter if it's a metal chair or one of the picnic <laughs> ones that like got the overlapping like plastic. It ain't really plastic. But it got, you know, and it got the little metal bars wrapped up in the plastic. Like, mm-hmm. they not made for me. Oh, even the whole plastic chairs with the legs where if you sit down wrong, you hear them start skirting over a little bit. <laughs> I ain't made for them either. I mean, I, I haven't been in a chair that straight up just broke while I was in it, but I've been in chairs that became so compromised that the next person who's in it and ain't finna have a good time. And I know it, but I ain't finna say nothing though. So I ain't climbing shit for shit. I don't, you know what? At 320 pounds, there's a much, much lower height that I got to fall from to be as fucked up as somebody who can fall from <laughs> twice as high. You seen videos of people like falling off the roof mm-hmm. and getting up and stuff at their house? Yeah. Nope. I'm dead. Both of my legs and my ankles broke at the same time. I mean, I probably got some like fractures. Like, you know what a hairline fracture? Uh-huh. I probably got like a fucking glitter fracture. <laughs> I don't even know if that's some shit, but I just thought it about not. if you look if you look in the X-ray, my whole leg would just look like glitter because it just <laughs> fucking Thanos snapped on that bitch. That's what would happen. That is going to be the thing people take away from this episode. <laughs> my leg gonna look like glitter, <laughs> a glitter fracture. Sir, I have to inform you: you have something we have never seen before. We have termed it a glitter fracture. <laughs> The inside of your leg literally looks like glitter now. Your bones <laughs> is fucking done. 
Oh shit, I hate you so much. Um but I respect her resolve. Okay. <laughs> End on Hanu. Um so Japan, China, Asian culture in general, you know, they're always on the precipice of of technology and, and on um cutting edge everything. Mm-hmm. And now they have a thing called drive through funerals. Drive through funerals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How the hell you do that? Well, uh, do they kill you? What? No, it's like a you, funeral. You finna have a funeral. You gonna have you a funeral, in. but it's a drive through. No, I'm funeral. saying you're gonna have your own funeral after you go through there, because <laughs> they killed you like at the first window. No. And then your car roll around, and now it's your funeral, like. No, you already dead before you get to the first window. Well, how you driving? You're not. It's somebody. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> a funeral parlor in Japan is definitely trying to switch things up when it comes to funerals. The Japan Times reported the. I'm going to fuck this all up. Kankan Susus Aichi. I'm so sorry. Kong Juices Itches. <laughs> I feel like I just fucked that all the shit. Anyway, developed a drive-through funeral home that allows guests to say their goodbyes and keep it pushing at the same time. <laughs> guests literally have the option to drive up to a window where they're handed a touch screen to sign their name, leave a note, and some condolence money. Um, it's supposed to be helpful to like older people who have trouble, you know, getting going into the funeral or whatever you should just drive them through that's disrespectful <laughs> ah, disrespectful what are funerals for to say goodbye through a ceremony yeah the drive through can be for no it can't <laughs> yes, do it you can. really want the double cheeseburger of funerals <laughs> really <laughs> I'm just saying I ain't gonna care cause I ain't gonna be here I don't care what they do if they you wanna ain't, do I mean, you ain't here what if it's for one of your loved ones? What if what if your brother was like, when mama died, we gonna do her fast food drive through funeral? No, because my mama would haunt all of us. I believe that. No, I wouldn't do not for my daddy. I don't know. <laughs> well, damn. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I could be talked into that. Maybe, you know. I just don't think it's a good idea. I know for a fact that when I drive around <laughs> the McDonald's drive through, <laughs> the only thing I'm closer to is a heart attack. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing about a quick drive around that's gonna be helpful. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna feel like I just disrespected the hell out of whoever just died by participating in you this. You can leave some condolence money. Leave some condolence money. That's what it's called. Finish for who? I guess for the family. Hell no, I ain't leaving no money for them to go smoke <laughs> up because they in grief. <laughs> you know the crackhead family member gonna steal all that shit out the living room before they leave. Probably Go so. get high, and that's where your money went. <laughs> no, I ain't. I ain't leaving no money. <laughs> if I can't leave it with the person who dead, I ain't leaving it with nobody. Do you <sighs> supposed to do that? What like leave weddings? Me? You know what I'm saying. You bring gifts and shit. Like what you supposed to bring to a funeral? You you don't. Are you supposed food, to bring some food? Food. People do the repast, and people. It's always stuff that people didn't brought. So food. Yeah, I'm definitely not leaving no money. But. I'm trying. No, nobody ever leaves money. Cause who would the money go to? You know what I'm saying? Like who? You can't. 
because it's a family affair. So like, who are you giving the money to? <laughs> like, are we all supposed to split this twenty dollars? <laughs> like, whoever lost they, whoever lost the person. What do you mean lost them? You know, if if you lose your mama, then it ain't your. You know, well, I guess that's a sister lost a sister and. Yeah, I don't know who's the most important person when you lose somebody. Everybody gonna feel like they the most important. Are they children? Person. I would say chip, but even then, it's it's four of us, so we we should get five dollars. No, y'all gotta rate each other on a scale. Oh well, I get a whole twenty then because your mama gonna do shit. that. <laughs> you know that's what happened. You know, a parent I'm- die, and then they leave the money to the best child, and then all the other siblings be mad. Yeah, probably I'm, not the sibling you closest to, but the other siblings, they gonna be mad because they not because because they they know the truth. They know you was the best too. <laughs> they just mad because they still broke. Yeah, I'm I'm her beneficiary on all of her stuff, and she's she's expecting that I'm gonna do the right thing. What is the right thing? The right thing is whatever I deem the right thing to be, and the right thing that I deem it to be is William will get some money. Corey will get a very little bit of money and might go get a big ass fuck you because he ain't speaking to my mama and hasn't been speaking to her. So don't come in here thinking you finna get shit, my nigga. You ain't wanna talk to her, so you ain't get none of this money. And I'm in control of it, so you can kick rocks. I might, might put some money aside for his kids because I feel like she would want that. But that nigga ain't getting shit. And that, that money gonna be set aside to where they got to be. I don't even think I would say they had to come through me. I would set it up in an account where they couldn't touch it till they were a certain age just to keep his ass from touching it. Fuck him. So, yeah, that's right, nigga. If you listening, I'm the beneficiary. Everything got to go through me. <laughs> Damn, now you done bought me into your family shit now. <laughs> he going to be hearing me and he going to connect me to the bullshit. You, I was so selfish. Damn. <laughs> He getting the motherfucking thing, but yeah, I'm already. It's like if we was if we was having a conversation about about drugs, and I called out one of my family members. I smoking all that crack now. <laughs> Heard what we said about smoking crack? Like not we, not we. <laughs> we didn't say nothing. You just dragged me all into that. <laughs> he be all right. He ain't gonna do nothing. Him on his fat ass. You got wife. murderers in your family. He ain't it, and neither is she. I roll nobody murder until they do it. I ain't worried about neither one of them. Okay. Roll it. You know what? Let me not air my family. <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now, if he come after me, it's going to be his funeral. <laughs> Look, I'm right, 320 pounds. It is what it is. How, how much he weigh? How big is he? <laughs> you remember the Michelin man? I do. So he big, but like if I'm big Mich- and solid. He big and solid or no, fluffy? Oh, he fluffy. He no. like if the Michelin Man got depressed and like just sat around eat donuts for a year. Okay, so it looked like he full of biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. That's I can take him. He gonna have to pull out a weapon. <laughs> if we doing fisticuffs action, it's a wrap. <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> Jesus. Everybody probably think I'm a horrible sister. I'm really not. My brother's an asshole when he knows it. So, really not. Uh, to him, probably so. He would probably say so. But I think he's a horrible fucking person in general. So, we're, we're, we're even then when it comes to that. Okay. <sighs> okay. What next? Oh, let's talk about Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams cries foul at judge's child support ruling. Why? So... 
do you know how much money he was he was made to pay in spousal support? Fifty thousand dollars a month. Oh damn! He already ha- clearly he already hated he that. Got, yeah. Then in the child support, fifty thousand six hundred and twenty nine dollars a month. Hundred thousand six hundred twenty nine dollars a month in child and spousal support. Now his argument is, we agreed when we had our children that they weren't gonna have no extravagant life. <laughs> so what he say they do shit like uh use ikea furniture have home cooked meals and have low-cost family gatherings those were the examples that he had okay ikea furniture cheap as shit it is it come but in a is that a reason this is my thing well so it is a reason so if if the judge is simply basing that on how much money he made but the lifestyle that she's going to be maintaining for those children is well below that. She's just going to be pocketing that money. I feel like it is if if that is true. I I think that I think that the lifestyle that he is going to live when he goes to it is the one that they should measure which one the children should live off of. Like for example, if that's the choice he made for his old family and his new family, they taking trips all over the place and doing all kinds of shit. They need to have a life that's comparable to the new life he got. But I don't he, think got nothing to do with her. Well, he ain't got no new life, right? He ain't got no new family. Not yet. Not yet, but where's what he do is he got five hundred thousand dollars a month that he make. The order is being based off of where they at now, cause he ain't got no new family now. So if that was the agreement that they made, that is a ridiculous amount of money for like IKEA furniture and, and home cooked meals and not having a a chef and shit. Now her, that's different. Spousal support is different. That's keeping her accustomed to the lifestyle she had become accustomed to. So if she was used to more fancy shit and they just weren't doing it for the kids, that would make the spousal support make sense. But as far as child support, and they share, ain't they got shared custody? That seemed like a lot mm-hmm. for shared custody. Because he going to have them half the it's time. It's based off his income. That's how but they base it most of the time. That is what it's based off. He's saying it shouldn't be based off of that because the money isn't going to be used for the kids if they continue with the what they had said they were gonna do it ain't even about i mean it ain't about exclusively using that shit for the kids but if you it's not exclusively but if you got spousal support and child support that's a lot she getting more money and well, maybe that what if that fifty thousand dollars going into a bank account for the kids exclusively did that make a difference it would if that was in the court order and that's what was happening because that's separate if he could be putting away money for their future that's fine but like he he's giving her this money listen so like i said if she wasn't getting spousal support but it was just child support i could see that i don't have no sympathy i mean I don't if he could go back way. in time and look into a crystal ball of what was going to happen with his relationship cheaper to keep he would have had to decide whether it was worth a hundred thousand dollars to be without her or worth keeping that hundred thousand dollars to be with according to is it johnny taylor it's cheaper to keep her he made an entire song it's always cheaper to keep her what he said it cost you two dollars to get that little girl but i forgot i I just just don't like the idea that you're trying to shortchange your kids regardless regardless is it shortchanging the kids though? Cause again, it's not like the money's being paid to the kids. For all we know, I mean, I don't know who what kind of woman she is, but we have seen plenty of instances where the kids out here looking like street children. 
<laughs> listen, that should have went down in the character of the woman you got pregnant. You hey, should have assessed listen. that character. We all know that that's what should happen, but rarely. I'm just saying. What, what for happens. a woman that would do right mm-hmm. by the kids, she should get every bit of what she's supposed to get. If she would put that money away for the kids and only spend a bit of it on herself and do everything and that money was for the kids would that make him okay with paying that much i don't think it would still probably not i think he i think he still put a price cap on how much he's willing to contribute to the life of his kids after he leave them i don't know but i don't i don't i don't think he's looking at it like that now some men do i feel like he looking at he he don't want to give her that much money i don't think because one they have shared custody so half the time they his kids gonna have whatever lifestyle he got at his house and he can provide for them whatever it is he wants them to have when they're at his house i don't think that this is a case of him not wanting to provide for the kids i feel like if this money was going into a trust i don't think he i don't know that he would be upset about it i really think that it's probably because of the 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 ugliness of their divorce i think he just don't want to get that money to her i really think that's what it is their divorce was ugly as shit this divorce i mean it's crazy because this divorce is going to impact how people look at him in terms of the activism Mm -hmm. and it's crazy how how we do that people can't separate shit out that way i only like i said i'm at a point where i'm not even sure if i i value traditional relationships the way that they've traditionally been valued. I don't know if I care about marriage that much. But whatever. Go for it. Remy Mom Papoose having a baby. What is his real name? I don't know. <laughs> um, I have no idea. All I know him by is Papoose. <laughs> Let's see. Papoose real name. Papoose is such a terrible, such a terrible. I'm sure it means something. Terrible rap name. I mean, I'm sure it's a reason why he's called Papoose, <laughs> but it my just wi- sounds terrible. My Wi-Fi bugging the moment I searched it. Um, Go ahead. But what's happening with them? He been asking her for another baby or a baby because I don't think they got a kid together. I think she got a kid, he got a kid, and this would be their first kid together. But okay. my thing was, look, I'm not really one for people telling women what to do with their bodies. But that nigga held you down hard as fuck while you was locked up on some bullshit, stabbing somebody over like a hundred bucks. He, you know, I feel like he he he's proved himself loyal. <laughs> His name is Shamel Mackey. <sighs> I didn't know her first name was Reminisce. <laughs> Reminisce. Reminisce Smith. <laughs> Remy. Hell no. Well, they gonna have a baby. Um He been asking for a baby like since she got out of prison, like <laughs> like literally. But then she was trying to redo her career and shit and she wasn't trying to pull a car to be. She was trying to focus. And um so yeah, so congrats to them. You think it's a uh you think it's a irrational request for a man to request a woman to have a baby for him? If they married, I'm just not random niggas. No, <laughs> uh, under the the safety net of marriage, if you fuck up, you can be like uh, Jesse Williams' wife out here and get you some alimony and some uh, 
some child support but just fucking niggas making babies no i think that's stupid but if my husband wanted a baby it depends on the parameters right what's the parameters i mean how many kids do we already have that we happen to take care of do we have the finances to take on another kid how old are we because a 42 year old red getting up and down with a newborn sound fucking terrible to be honest with you sounds awful um so i ain't gonna sit up here and just be like oh yeah i do it i mean it just depends on the parameters but i wouldn't immediately just be like no he can't tell me what to do with my body i wouldn't do that but i need some more detail <laughs> what we got going on before i agree to that shit because baby's expensive as fuck and how old are the kids we got? Because are we starting to complete the fuck over? Like, are, are the last, is the last one about to get out of here and we about to be free and you want to start with another little baby? Because that's a problem. <laughs> like, why would you want to do that? We finally finna get these little niggas out of here. What are you doing? I wonder what kind of life they kids got. Um, From Love and Hip Hop, the little bit I saw, I mean, like any other celebrity kids. And he, he was... He was Papa while she was locked up to her kid. Or I, did, I wonder if the kid went with her with their daddy. Uh, I don't know. I really don't. Cause they're married. They were married, or did they get married while she was in? I don't know if they was married previous to her. Yeah, I don't going think they in. were married before they went. To- I think they got married while she was in. So probably not. I doubt he legally he wouldn't have been able to keep her. And so her, all her family would have had to do was say, "Hey, fuck this," and that wouldn't have happened because he's not her dad. So probably not um because i think he got a son and she got a daughter or it might be the other way around i don't know i know they got like their kids are teenagers though so they having a baby so papoose will be happy remy wasn't really with it i guess she finally got on board because as soon as she got out he was trying he was like baby he got a daughter okay he has a daughter and she has a son and they both want to be what who Dejanay Mackey. Dejanay. Like, um, Proud family. <laughs> Dejanay was Penny Proud's friend. They had a belly hanging out all the time. And was in love with Sticky! Yeah. What is an archdiocese? A-R-C-H-D-I-O-C-E-S-E. Archdiocese. That's what that is? Uh-huh. What is that? It's a role in the Catholic Church. Like, I don't know what the equivalent in like a, um, I don't think there is an equivalent. Maybe like a, no. What's above a deacon in the Baptist Church? We have bishops. I have no idea. And then. I never knew about the church hierarchy. It's a position within the Catholic Church. But I don't, I don't know like where in the. Say it again. Uh, diocese. The archdiocese apologizes after a priest kicks black family out of funeral. So they were having a funeral, and apparently, uh, it's whatever the goblet did, the holy water thing. Somebody knocked it over. The diocese, I think, is the group that makes like the rules for the church. I don't know. And he pretty much said, "Everybody, get the hell out of my church." And he called the police and had the police removed from the church. What? <laughs> Funeral. It is a funeral. This day, mama. Wow. I just don't. Jesus. I don't know. In my head, I'm thinking nobody went to go put hands on that man. Have you 
seen that video. And for having, I had to show it to you. Uh, the, the priest. He walked up and slapped that man. He slapped a baby. He was. Supposed, oh, yeah, I still The baby see that. was crying because he was I supposed to be baptizing the baby. He slapped the shit out of that baby. And the parents just stood there uh, before I knew it. He tried to take him from the, the. The man tried to take him from the pastor, but the pastor wouldn't let him go. The baby? Mm-hmm. You finna let my baby go that you didn't slapped? Cause the baby doing what babies do. That's what the fuck they do, priest. I know you ain't never had no kids. Well, that's not necessarily true, depending on when he became a priest. But regardless, he's fucking crying because he's a baby, and you sprinkling water and shit on him. What you think gonna happen? That baby alone. The fuck? I got kicked out of church. But you know, I ain't gonna talk that much more shit about church. Well, I ain't. Oh, yeah. oh Lord, <laughs> I'm trying to be. You gonna drag me back into it? Oh my God. Erica Campbell, which is the sister from Mary Mary, that ain't problematic. Problematic. The other one, Tina, is the one that had all the Trump bullshit. Mm-hmm. Erica. Which one was about to kill their husband? The, ironically enough, the Trump supporter. Oh okay. <laughs> Erica. First she dyed her hair blonde and then she toned it pink. And there's people all in the comments and shit talking about ain't she a gospel singer? What the fuck does that have to do with her dyeing her hair? She ain't out here twerking on stage or stripping and no shit. Like what the fuck? So if you a Christian you can't dye your hair? And if you a Christian you can't twerk? (laughs) I mean I feel like twerking would be more problematic than dyeing your hair. How do we know that's more problematic to God? I mean we don't know what's problematic to God. We don't know what's it, worse, the person who is lusting or the person that is creating the circumstances by which lusts. I mean, the way that I, the way that the Bible has worked, I would assume that the person creating the lust because we blame that damn serpent, um, and blame Eve for the fall. Like Adam didn't make his own goddamn decision. So based upon that, I would assume it's the person that uh. Is creating the enticement. Well, I guess if we go at that logic, we'll take stripping off the table. <laughs> stripping for Jesus, we take that off the table. I hate you so much. But like I just this this is one of the things that I have with like religion. Not spirituality, but religion. All of these fucking rules that people just make up on the fly. Ain't nothing in the Bible that says you can't dye your damn hair. Like, how are you questioning? Her ability to be a good gospel singer and a good Christian woman because of hair pink. The fuck does that have to do with anything? That's so random and stupid. And like people are literally going back and forth in the comments. Like some people are like, the fuck her hair got to do with anything? And other people are like, um, ain't she supposed to be a gospel singer? How's she supposed to be singing this Christian music with pink hair? What the fuck does the hat? What? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I think we give way, way, way. See, the thing about Facebook, it has given us an opportunity, and just social media in general, given us an opportunity to communicate with people of varying levels of intelligences. I think we give too much credit to people that no. are absolutely stupid. Because I, growing up in a Methodist church, going to church, they are very judgmental about like little shit that you wouldn't think was a problem. Like, well, like couldn't a woman cut her hair short or wearing pants instead of a dress? Yes. Like I've heard that all over and over and over again because yeah. that's in the Bible. But what about the loopholes? What about coloring your hair? That ain't in the Bible. It's not. But people look at some people look at it the same as this other shit. Obviously, because it's a lot of it's a again it's like 
I would say it's probably like 60, 40, with 40 being the people that are like, she shouldn't do this because she's Christian and singer. And, um, I just don't understand <laughs> what the fuck the problem is with her dying her hair. Because um, let me tell you something. As long as they make the dye that I use, I'm going to be a redhead. Or until my hair starts turning gray because gray hair don't take red, it don't take color very well. So, to one of them two things start happening, my hair gonna be fucking red. So if I die tomorrow, I'ma meet Jesus with this red hair. That's what it is. <laughs> he can let me know then if it's a problem. <laughs> but as of right now, be I, at heaven's gate with so red hair. We talking about faith. I talked to my uncle this weekend. My cousin got married. Yeah. And um, he was telling me his, his stories. He went over to Iraq and Egypt as a civilian, uh, as like an operation manager or some work that they was doing over there. But, you know, and they pay you good. They pay you tax-free. They pretty much, you know, give you somewhere to live. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about the differences because I asked him, I said, you know, with the Muslim ban, you must have a very specific way of thinking as it pertains to, you know, the Muslims and the Muslim ban. He said, yeah. And I said, do you think the Muslim ban is good? He said, one thing that I learned about them over there is that they not trying to, they not changing their religion. Mm-mm. Like they not changing their faith. They're going to try to change yours, but they not changing your religion. So some of the stuff he told me, it was crazy. Like the way women are treated over there is oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said that um, like one of his first nights there, he came in and it was just a little room. It wasn't one nothing going on in there. And they and a woman, he said, you could ask. They said, ask her for whatever you need. He asked her for some sheets and a pillowcase, and she started screaming and ran out. Like apparently, I guess asking a woman for like bed related things implicates that you want to have her in the bed. Jeez. And so they like rallied around him, like you gonna be asking her to sleep with you next. <laughs> and he was like, I just ask her for stuff to. Uh, and he was like, he and I like at a certain point he had to get aggressive. He said, first off, she three hundred pounds, <laughs> not my type. You know, like he said he had to get aggressive, but like this came along <laughs> with him learning that shit. He said other things in the face. He said kids. He was like, um, his name is Terry. He was like, he'll be in the store and a kid would do something in the store and the daddy would just like just start punching the kid in the face and. His, the dudes that he was with was like, Teddy, we need to we need to go. He was like, well, we don't got to go. Gotta, he said, no, well, you need to go because I I know how Americans think. I know what you're thinking. And we don't need to get in any trouble because you don't, you think that this is wrong. This is not your country. And then he and he pulled him out. But the, the, the worst thing that he said was uh, he went, he kind of adopted a family. Mm-hmm. He, you know. Uh, this kid needed a ride, and he took him to the um to his house, and he started going down there just taking him groceries and stuff, and sitting down and eating with him. And he said that uh he said it was just this it was just this they it was a a little shack with a dirt floor it just was dirt. Mm-hmm. So when they ate, they all sat on the dirt and just just ate, and the toilet was just a hole in the floor. It wasn't even... It had a toilet seat on it, but right on the floor over the hole. You know what I'm saying? And he said, you know what the problem in America is? And he was like, y'all eating on the fucking dirt floor with groceries I had to buy you, and you telling me what problems America got? 
But what what problems America got? He said y'all have children out of wedlock, and um, but this was the representation of how deep faith is ingrained in their existence. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get no fuck about ain't no no dirt. We got moral issues here. So, oh y'all got moral issues, which is why we look at y'all the way we look at. But he said, if and this was with him, his wife, and his his daughters there. He said, if one of my daughters got pregnant out of wedlock I would take her out back and kill her yeah and the wife said we would definitely take her out back and yeah. kill her and the daughter said he would definitely do that yeah and yeah, I just didn't shit. know the depth of that shit so from that I asked him so you you recognize the importance of women's independence over here and so his ultimate answer was as it pertains to the Muslim ban he said I think this he said men that come over here will have a bad time. Women and families that escape here will have a good time. Mm-hmm. They will have a better life. Yeah, but yeah. he said that he just don't think that men would come over here and try to be American. He think most of the men will come over here and be whatever they've been brought up to be. Because their life isn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Like for men, exactly, that yeah. religion isn't bad. Like they get treated very well. And so ain't no reason for them to change it. Um, you know, I watch a lot of ID channel. There was a family in America that were raising their kids Muslim and the daughter fell in love with this black guy and was just dating the guy, like innocently dating the guy. And the dad found out and, for, you know, told her she couldn't see him anymore and told her that she needed to start, you know, praying or whatever. He killed her. Because she would not see this dude killed. And the mom was like, yeah. She wouldn't stop seeing him. Which, of course, over here is illegal. And so he went to jail for that shit. Um, but they were completely fine with it. Even The mom was just like, eh, should have listened to your daddy. That's what happened when you, your kids and your women is property. That's what happened. That's like I said, like I said last week, my Xbox get up and try to leave <laughs> and insist on getting the fuck out of here. I'll tell you, I'll throw that bitch in the closet. Be like, you, that's why you ain't leaving. <laughs> that's how they treat they women and their children. And it's crazy. He said, I even come to understand why, why suicide bombers, you know, I just came to understand why they, if you can believe it, I came to understand why they do what they do. He said that there's people that live over there that just live outside of trash dumps. And he said, from the conception of life to 12, 13 years old, all they know is I eat out this trash dump. And he say like the Taliban and all these other organizations will come to that trash dump where you and your whole family live and say, hey, uh, 13 year old boy, we're going to get your family a house, make sure that they fed every day, make sure that they got a shelf and a cook and all we got need you to do is train with us for two two years. You train with us for two years, and then you know they train for him two years. And for two years, they family been living great. Mm-hmm. He got their whole family out of a situation that they shouldn't have been in. But them whole two years, they've been talking about how America is the enemy, how they want to kill your family, and we taking care of your family, and yada yada blah blah blah. And all we need you to do to show us is to drive over into that building. Then he was like, they don't know it's explosives in the car and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they be like, all we need to do is drive into that building. All we need to do is run into that crowd. All we need to do is do this and do that. And they use them like that. And, man, I'm like, damn. That's sad. I was like, I could not live over there. But 
it's the, his experiences seem to be interesting. Um, the only other thing that I had was triplet brothers accused of running drug operation out of luxury apartments. Wow. <laughs> accused. Well, you know they have to say that until they twenty one year old triplets out of Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. And they were selling fake Xanax pills that were mixed with fentanyl. Mm. Oh damn. That's not good. No. That shit's deadly. Fentanyl, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> But out of I mean, luxury African, apartment, yeah, because one of them, they it, look just alike. Este, at at suit stay, and at suit say, yeah, yep. They look look. I would have been like, look, because you know, twins, triplet, their fingerprints are the same. I'd have been like, hey, only one of us can go down for this. We can draw straws. We can play. Um, Rock, paper, scissors. Like, all of us don't need to go down for this. Red, let's break this down. <laughs> if it was two other versions of you, the uh, way yeah. that you are. Yeah, that's true. And one of y'all suggested that. The other two would be closer to killing that person than to saying, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. So, imagine dudes that's actually out here gooning. <laughs> Each one of them know it is not a good idea to think that. They probably don't even think that. But my question is, what kind of upbringing you have where triplets all just do the same goon shit? Like, what happened to one of them being a goon, one of them being an star athlete, and one of them being an engineer? That family just ain't got no hope. All three. I wonder they got more siblings. I don't know. Maybe they the youngest. (laughs) They only twenty one, so that's possible. Maybe they the three youngest, and they got some siblings. They are identical triplets. I wonder what the odds of getting identical triplets are. Because they all look the same. And usually when I see triplets, they don't look, you know, it would be two boys and a girl, two girls and a boy. They they don't look exactly alike. These niggas look exactly alike. They do. Same face three times. Same face, different hair. Yeah. Slightly different hair. Two of them got similar hair. Yeah. You can tell by the facial expression. See, the one on the far left looked like he ain't got no hope. The one in the middle looked like his hope went away. And the the one on the right looks stupid. He looked like he don't really know what the concept of hope is. He just like he got an attitude. Wait, is it the same lineup I got? Because the one on the end looked like he like oh, no, bitch. I don't lineup. care. Okay, because one of them looked like bitch and <laughs> I did it <laughs> and what. I think I know which one you you think looks stupid. <laughs> what he got on in the picture? He got on something black. Is it a t-shirt or is it got a collar? Collar. <laughs> <laughs> Same one. I knew it was that one. <laughs> Cause one of them got on like, an orange. Look, like he already got his orange jumpsuit on, suit on, and then the other one got a black t-shirt. Is it the same picture? Yeah, yeah. It's just in different order. He yeah. looking at he looking at the camera like, ooh, we taking pictures. <laughs> The one in the black shirt looked like he like, bitch, I don't care. I did that shit. <laughs> the fuck you gonna do about it? So yeah. That's all I have. I don't have anything else. The only other thing I got is Amazon called out for selling neo Nazi and white supremacy products. Of course they did. Um 
I'm gonna talk for a second though about um, um, um Scott Pruitt gone. He was the EPA. Oh uh, yeah. Cabinet member mm-hmm. who kept doing all this scandalous stuff, mm-hmm. like getting the employees to go get him some exquisite <laughs> lotions and <laughs> trying to get his wife a whole Chick Fil A, a franchise. And, <laughs> Just having staff doing all kind of crazy stuff. He said some staff members, he had some staff members swipe for hotel rooms on their credit cards for him and never paid them back. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like he said, legit, how scandalous can I be? Not big things, but little shit. Like, how, how scandalous can I be and how long can I stay in here? <laughs> and the last thing that happened was a woman walked up to him in a restaurant and was like, listen, you fucking up life for my child. She had her baby in her hand. She said, you're rolling back pollution protections. You're rolling back water protections. You're rolling back all of this stuff that was put into place to protect consumers from the environment uh, that the people are fucking up. And you pretty much gave them a pass to continue fucking up. But the biggest issue is the, the Supreme Court nominee. I just, I, how do we get here? I don't know. How did we get here? It's like the template for Trump could not have been any better. For him, from his, from the Republican perspective. Oh yeah, all the shit that came over available for him to choose and pick. Yes, what? Is this supposed to be a lesson for America? <laughs> I mean, if it is, who teaching it? That's what made me scared. I don't think it's a, a lesson for America. But I'm just dumbfounded. Yeah. How is this? Sh- <laughs> it's terrible. It made me wonder why a, a Supreme Court justice, even lifetime appointees, I guess to keep them from overturning and switching and changing shit just at, at right, will. Right, when they get ready to get it, yeah. Yeah, I guess. But... I don't really have much more to talk about it outside of that. It's just keep your eye on it, man. He finna he he announcing somebody tonight. I think it's Monday. I think he's gonna announce somebody tonight. And the biggest thing about it is uh, Anthony Kennedy was the only person that was dis- that dissented against Roe v. Wade that kept it from. Mm-hmm. Outlawing oh, abortion, basically. Yeah. And it's not like it would change it federally. It wouldn't outlaw abortion federally but it will send it back to the states which means states like alabama would any definitely any of the ones in the bible belt yeah they any would, of the ones in the bible belt they would definitely overturn turn the, those protections mm-hmm. but that's just gonna create a big 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 problem and so what they're looking for is a justice that would overturn it mm-hmm. but there are a couple of republican women that ain't trying to hit that shit because some people do understand, even though your faith might say that this is wrong, people do understand that you don't get to choose that for other people. Yeah, that liberty that we supposed to have as Americans. So Or even the free will that you believe God gives us means that everybody makes their own decision. But Gorsuch though, um one of those senators said that she had a conversation with Gorsuch and people think that he would you know, vote against a vote to overturn Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. but she don't believe he would because they had a conversation about precedent and that's what her thing is a law that has been law for 50 years should not be a law that should be taken lightly and should be overturned it's precedent for so many other things in our society and our culture Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But man, this is gonna fuck up so much shit in our society if that's the case. Roe v. Wade is connected to a reduction in crime after that legislation was passed. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, but damn, like everybody probably don't need to be here. I hate to say it like that, but damn. I mean, I work with foster care. Like, until everybody who is pro-life is willing to say I'm pro-having an adoptee or foster child in my home, then I'm going to be an advocate for the the ability for a parent who don't think that they can bring a child into this life to choose to do so. Life stops at birth for a lot of these. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that. I think that what a lot of conservatives think and people who are pro-life think that uh, people get pregnant and they just happy to go spend $300 to get an abortion just so they can keep having unprotected sex. That That's stupid. It's a bunch of other stuff. Plan B and all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The most, of the pe- most of the people who are getting abortions are people who have the conflict of whether to do it or not. And they do it. But, you know, it is what it is. I try to keep away from politics as much as I can, but this shit's getting complicated. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I got. Alrighty. Anything else on your mind? Nope. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla. Mm-hmm.